unique selling proposition or USP is something that sets you apart from the crowd and makes it easier for your clients to choose you over your competition. So in today's episode, I'm in conversation with Jasneet Kaur, a health coach from India, to talk about how a clear USP helps her build her business. Fall in love with selling as you acquire the right mindset, selling style and sales process that helps you take your business solution to more prospects, potential clients and the world at large. If you are a women entrepreneur who is looking to get more sales, scale and sustainability in your business, you have reached the right place. I'm Roshni Baronia. Your host for the show is The Sales, which is all about helping you bring your authentic and influential self to each sales conversation. Hey, Jasneet, welcome to the show. So happy to have you here. Hi, Roshni. Thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you for having me here. So, Jasneet, please tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Okay. About myself first or about my business first? <laughs> Both. Of course, yourself first. <laughs> okay. So, I'm Jasneet Kaur. I'm a nutrition, habits and fat loss coach. And I'm based out of Pehradun, Uttarakhand. And I work with women all over the world. Help them get healthier, lose weight by developing healthier mindset and habits. And and this is not what I've been always doing. I was at the corporate world in uh, New Delhi and worked there for good 13, 14 years. And then some folks in the road came and here I am sitting with you. And I'm a mom of two kids, four and nine. And uh, my husband's a meditation and mindfulness coach. So that's what it is. Wow, that's like a perfect combination. Uh, mindfulness coach <laughs> and a health coach who talks about mindset. <laughs> you you can say that. Though, yes, we were. I mean, he was a sales and marketing uh, professional in his previous life we call it previous life but it was just three years back and um, I was an operations and product management professional but yeah we've uh, chosen very uh, different lines which we are very very passionate about true but I think they are very complementary skills for you both to have earlier on in your previous lives as well because sales and marketing operations (laughs) complementary to each other and now (laughs) I agree mindfulness and health nutrition wellness and everything wow awesome that's a great perspective yes though I refuse to work with him in any other capacity as a wife apart from a wife we uh, can manage one role very well which is that of husband and wife when we get too many roles there then we get pretty so then let it be a like complementary skill set true, true it's good to de- define boundaries everywhere yes awesome awesome so uh, so nice I was uh, like going through your website and of course your work and uh, one particular thing which uh, stood out in your messaging and what you are doing in your work is that uh, before even advising what to eat and what to avoid, you explore the deeper aspects of your client's relationship with food, such as why do we choose to eat what we eat and how we eat the food what we do. So, And that is a very unique approach. That is something which I've came across for the first time. So the entire conversation of mindset with health and nutrition. So how did that come about Mm -hmm. for you and how did you discover that? Sure. So Roshni, I think it's a sum total of my own experiences in my own health journey combined with the education I undertook to become a health coach and then of course working with different clients and helping them. So it's a sum total of all of those, right? But I would say the seed of, uh, I mean, 
I was a very busy, ambitious, kind of exhausted corporate professional in my previous life. And I had, um, you know, Ravi, who's my um, elder daughter. She was just two or three. And I was like going through all of those, uh, the struggles of a typical busy mom who has to go to work, do a long commute, and then, you know, also take out time for exercise and which I used to hate and, you know, eat healthy and all of those typical struggles. So I've been through that journey myself of trying to lose the pregnancy weight, trying to get healthy. And then, you know, the second baby comes and then you again put on weight and then again you're wondering now you're too old to even lose what you gain so there it's a sum total of all of the things that I went through and finally the seed was I think sown when I was undergoing my yoga uh, teacher training um, back in 2015 um, and 16 beginning and that's where you know I first uh, experienced mindful eating and you know how it changed uh, the whole satisfaction from food and how the experience around food and then it got strengthened when I undertook my nutrition coach certification with precision nutrition and I was again exposed to you know how mindful eating and simply being attentive to how we're eating and why we're eating is a really big game changer and that is at the core of all your relationship with food and unless we learn to look at it and explore it deeper then whatever we do in terms of a diet plan or exercise those are kind of just like band-aids that we apply so this is more of the core work that needs to happen and uh, then I applied all of this to myself and you know Applied uh, intuitive eating, mindful eating, attentiveness, having a more uh, attitude of more self-kindness, more compassion towards myself, choosing movement that I enjoy instead of looking at exercise as a chore. So as I did all of that, I experienced how my own fitness became effortless, became easy. And uh, that's when I then, you know, combined my own experience with education to start working with clients. And then with each client, it was a learning journey. And now I can say that, yes, in general, I have a good sense of what will work for a particular person. Right. That's a great uh, perspective because, uh, yeah, we most of the times we do not know why we eat something because just to give an example like uh, from the society that we come we very proudly say oh we are, have a sweet tooth we all of us have by a uh, sweet yeah. tooth. we are bunyas we have to yeah. eat uh, sweets after food and that is something yeah. Yeah. which we have accepted all throughout our lives and we don't really think about it as to why we are eating it we are having that craving yeah. to eat sugar why is it and right. if is right. it a, there is there a way to even change that so yeah Yes, yes. So how does that look exactly with your work? Like when you work with your clients, can you give any examples? Sure, sure, sure. So uh, let's let's build on the example that you shared. Mm -hmm. So I was saying, let's explore what you gave as an example, right? That we are from a family and we eat at home and we eat food, right? So what I hear you say is that this is a part of the value system that you grew up with. And over a period of repeating it again and again and again, it's become a part of who you think you are as a person right mm-hmm. so because we come from a certain kind of family we naturally all of us love sweet right and that's okay so the first thing the first what do I say aspect of working with someone is really exploring why okay mm-hmm. why do you for example if, if it's about craving for sweet okay so first examining that is that craving even there like establishing is it a craving is it more just an auto 
automatic habit you know maybe you don't even crave for sugar but you know but you're just used to reaching for a mithai after a meal right so right. just pausing and refl- and just observing okay is this hunger is this a craving is this just a regular habit right and then breaking it down saying okay so assuming this is a craving and assuming it's grown from your identity of the kind of family that you've come in from and all of us like you know i'm a punjabi we have our own hum to ghee shakkar parathe sab kuch you know khate hain and main abhi bhi khati hu but it's important to simply just instead of having that as a grip going in the back of our heads like just take it out and look at it and examine it and say okay is this really what i enjoy are these the foods that i enjoy do they make me feel my best and if so then how can i eat them with more acceptance and more enjoyment right you know so for example one of the things that i really help uh, you know really work deeply with is that please getting healthy doesn't mean giving up sweets doesn't mean right. giving up mithai aap khao but don't eat it chalte phirte you know ek laddu utha liya barfi utha li kuch utha liya you know gujiya utha liya chalte phirte ye jo hoti hai na unconscious eating wo matlab unconscious you know, take a piece of sweet and sit down with it and you know tell yourself that you're going to spend the 2 3 next 2 3 minutes eating that sweet and really absorb each molecule of sweetness and derive the complete satisfaction from it and then you will realize that number one because you made the action now deliberate rather than automatic number one you will simply suddenly be aware ki okay maybe i don't even need this right now mm-hmm. you know and yeah. and even if you do need it you'll probably feel far more satisfied with a very with a much lesser quantity because you're paying attention right that's uh, quite deep and the way uh, you are bringing it across that yes you go to the exact root analysis and the cause of why you are having that craving or a habit developed to go ahead and eat that sweet or fried food or whatever it is right so coming back to uh, like how it has helped you formulate your business around it your messaging your like how you talk to your clients so whenever you are talking to people be it on sales calls or you are just onboarding or reaching out to new people how does this work this in depth work of uh, getting to the root of why you need to be aware about how your eating habits are how does that reflect hmm. in your messaging okay so i i see this uh, as a two step process or maybe three step process mm-hmm. and i'm thinking as i go because you know when i think my number one change in mindset that i've developed myself as an and i don't even i don't even identify myself as an entrepreneur you know i look at myself <laughs> as a coach so right. you know people say coaching entrepreneur but okay yeah fine yes i am an entrepreneur really at the deeper self i recognize myself as a coach and i know that part of what i do is that i don't have an organization behind me that's going to go and go out there and spread my message and my job is only to do the coaching sna right so i have to go and spread my message i have to go and tell people and then i have to attract them enough and help them feel more comfortable to reach out to me and then of course sign them on and you know work with them so i think the first part of that is really consistently showing up as myself consistently showing up as someone who is and as my authentic self with no layering of i'm an expert so i keep reminding myself not to fall into the expert trap i think people anyways are so tired of getting their health right and they are so tired of being given different advices that it takes a huge leap of faith for them to trust another person with their health yeah and i have been there in their shoes so i know what's going on in their head it's not like you know hey you know please help me that's a big leap of faith right right people are tired of being judged as to why they put on weight they are tired of being judged as to why they can't be more disciplined the whole fitness industry also has a role to play in making people feel bad about not being disciplined enough or not wanting their health badly enough. and i do not subscribe to this 
kind of a messaging right so my job is a coach uh, because i can't it's not like you know jab main sales kar rahi hu to main sales 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 kar rahi hu uske baad main coaching karungi nahi jab meri sales bhi ek tarah ki coaching hai if i can't wear the coach hat while selling then people are not going to trust me right and if they don't trust me they're not going to come and work with me right so my goal as in my messaging is to make people feel comfortable that wherever they are that is 100% okay and normal to be and being unhealthy is not illegal right, right. why do we make you know it's totally legal to be unhealthy or to be overweight and it's not a crime and they're doing the best they can and they have like hundreds of responsibilities with kids and career and you know aging parents and you know running a household and so many responsibility right so right. it's okay health can take a back seat sometimes right especially because i work with women in their 30s and 40s and it's a crazy decade for us right absolutely uh, in our lifetime so it's okay if you're not healthy number one it's okay and number two it, it doesn't have to be this whole like self sacrificial white knuckle discipline kind of an approach you know you can start where you are you can take one step at a time and over a period of time if you look at habits just habit development not diet plan and not shortcuts and not band-aids then there is no reason why you wouldn't be successful if you simply increase the timeline right increase right. the timeline take it slow right. so that is what i really go out and give as a messaging in terms of when someone reaches out to me okay you know i like what you say it makes sense how can we work together mm-hmm. then it's more about again wearing the coach hat and finding out if i can you know help them as human being because i over a period of time you know i've now come to a stage where i can screen for people and see if right. they will be the best fit as clients for me and if i will be the best fit as a coach for them so then it's more of an interviewing process understanding what their mindset is you know what they're looking for what their strengths are how they look on at life and then you know mutually understanding if we'll be a good fit for each other because coaching is a laborious work uh, right. not just in terms of hours spent but really emotions it is emotionally laborious it is costly work and you know i work with people for at least 6 12 months so it's not like you know come join in because they become a part of my life and i am a part yes, of their life yes. so we have to get along <laughs> <laughs> true because there's no instant gratification kind of a thing in the ah, coaching world it is yes, a process yes. process over time it's a process and ah, and and my whole approach is habits right and it's decades of habits that are true that are people come with and we're not going to break them or create new ones in a couple of months or in 16 weeks it's it takes time yeah Do you often face feast and famine cycles in your business? Do you set lofty income goals but don't know how to achieve them? Then this is the time for you to wear the CEO hat and take charge of your sales with the personal sales planner. This sales planner is an all-in-one tool for solopreneurs like yourself to help you manage and grow your sales every single quarter. From mindset and motivation to strategy and implementation, tracking and monitoring to review and reflection. Everything that you need to crush your sales targets and meet your income goals is within this 90 day planner so grab one for yourself from the link given in show notes at bit.ly/psp-37 this is the best way for you to bring in predictable revenue growth in your business so grab your planner from bit.ly/psp-37 the link is given in show notes Yeah true and talking about this process and this transformation i believe that transformation and transition was uh, equally very much applicable for you also because you transitioned from a corporate life to entrepreneurial world or the coaching world so from being at the other side of the table now you had to go and sell your services or put yourself out there into the world and yeah. ask 
for sales yeah. as for money yes. how was that how yeah. was those yeah. initial yeah. challenges yeah that's a great question roshni because you know sometimes it forget how it was initially like how yes. tough it was initially <laughs> and it was tough right i mean though what to uh, not going to i mean i'm being very honest here that today i'm sitting here as a self assured coach and i you know with a full practice but it wasn't always like this right it was tough it was quite tough but now that i look back at it i used to think that okay it it's difficult for people to invest in a coach because uh, you know kisi ko weight lose karna hai they will be like you know wahan to 10 kilo 5 5 hafte mein ho jata hai you know that to comparison costing comparison you know you have all those billboards na ki yes 20000 mein kilo ghataye so they compare you know and then they come and ask me ki mera kitna ho jayega and then i'm like okay i don't have a number you know it depends yes. it depends on so many things so i'm not giving you any guarantees and they like oh okay so initially i used to think that it was more of investment in a coach and you know because this is a new concept mindset and habits but now that i look at look back you know i don't think the way i coach has changed so much but really it was more about being self assured in my ability as a coach you know it was mm-hmm. more of an imposter that who am i to tell them how to get healthy you know i am uh, not even a bsc dietetics i'm not even a qualified dietitian i'm a coach right and even though i have a, like a full license to work as a nutrition coach because i'm not prescribing diet plans i'm not even uh, prescribing any supplements and really helping them build good habits but um, again I, it was more about how i felt about myself right rather than anything else and the second thing was about the whole thing of asking for money right? right asking for the sale and i think that switched in my head now as if i am not if this is something that's worked for me and it's changed my life right if the approach that i teach is something that's worked for me and it's changed my life and it's changed the lives of you know about 50 to 60 people in the last 2 years then who am i to say that this is something that i should not be screaming from the rooftops about right who if i want that for this who will right right i mean there is nobody behind me like an organization going out and doing the marketing or the sales it's all me and if this is something that works then denying people the knowledge that there is an alternative which is simpler which works then denial of that communication is probably a bigger you know miss so it is my duty as a professional to uh, as a coach to go and spread the message and it's my service to selling is my service right and i right. don't and when, once i switched this in my head then i stopped looking at this as sales. you know i just started looking at this as onboarding new clients like you know engaging more people you know the terminology changed right serving more people so and as that terminology changed i stopped looking at sales conversations the sales conversations they are coaching conversations they are onboarding mm-hmm. coaching conversations and in both prospective client and i are having a conversation okay are we right for each other so yeah i think initially it was more about to sell up this is my package and how many people will buy but i think as you start understanding what you do and you try where the coaching has even in your sales avatar then it becomes easier awesome so i think so that is your mantra as a seasoned entrepreneur uh, now that uh, where your coaching had even in your sales conversation because then oh, the intention 100%. is only to help the other person and so then Wow, yeah. yeah 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 and and rush that's a brilliant point you brought about you know because when you it change the intention yes. from this client will convert and work with me and you change the intention to in the next half an hour i will help this person to the best of my abilities whether this person at the end of the half an hour she signs up with me or not is something outside my control and i'm not directly control it or i'm not going to worry about right but my intention right now is to understand this person see if i can help her and really hopefully that she will take something useful away 
away from this conversation. And once I changed that from conversion, the agenda from conversion to helpfulness, Mm -hmm. everything about that conversation changes. Everything. Because I am in listening mode. I I switch to listening mode. It's not about, you know, uh, I do this and I uh, offer check-ins and I offer accountability and I offer you a software and I offer you, you know, these lessons and I offer you videos. The question is, where are you? Who are you? Where are you struggling? What have you tried? How can I help you best? Why do you think you're ready now? What do you think are your limiting factors? So I'm listening, 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 listening. You know, and then most turns out most people haven't been listened to, honestly. You know, they Thank haven't you. had a conversation where someone has listened to them just like a human being with no agenda. So once I throw my agenda out of the picture, I feel it becomes illogical, but sales becomes easy and more conversion happens in fact. Right. No, I don't think it's illogical. It is very much on point because in the new era of if I say uh, the modern selling or when you are actually very in a technical aspect learning selling or talking about selling these are actually the conversations we've switched to so from aggressive talking to active listening so and just trying to have at the back of the mind that uh, okay uh, whether this person will convert or not just being there being present to what their needs are and just exploring whether we are a right fit or not because there are 101 other opportunities more waiting for you out there so even if this doesn't materialize there is a next opportunity right at the next door yes so don't be yes. too entangled with this concept of uh, i have to convert this oh, very conversation this yeah. very prospect yes. of the client <laughs> and that's yeah. too much of a and pressure this, on us also like as exactly. a salesperson as a business yeah. owner who is having this conversation it's a, too much pressure yeah. <laughs> exactly so i think the the you know in everything in life there's usually a simpler way to do things yes. right yes. in your health journey there's no way in your sales journey there's a simpler way it's okay if you we can be curious you know you can find a simpler way if you're, if you're doing something every day and you're not feeling good about it then time for you to get curious and figure out if there's a better way which you know corresponds with your values as a human being right wow wow that that's a great note to on which to bring an end to this conversation band before we go away anything special you want to share with the listeners and any closing message you want to share okay sure i would say uh, you know if there is even one person who can listen to this podcast and feel a little encouraged about their health journey as well as either about their health journey or about their business journey or both, right? I think any journey of change, you know, involves discomfort, right? And what's what's I have understood over the last few years is that it's important to accept that discomfort and yet make the change simpler for ourselves. So if we practice more of imperfect action, just putting ourselves out there imperfectly, right? right. Not waiting for the perfect script, the perfect client, the perfect workout, the perfect diet plan, you know, do what you can wherever, with what you have based on where you are today and just take one step and stay consistent with that one step for a few weeks and then add another step like you know that one percent change and be more kind towards ourselves like be more compassionate you're a human being amongst seven billion in the world right and you are there's like the whole humanity is along with you right and there is not a single human being who doesn't have any suffering right suffering is a big word but you know even little things uh like you know losing weight starting a business these are small small sufferings right so everyone is suffering and you're one amongst the seven billions don't think you're very special or don't you think that you know the whole world is against 
against you. Aisa nahi hai, you know, you can be kind to ourselves. You know, take imperfect action. Then, you know, look at sustainable change. You know, look at the long horizon. Don't expect things to be different within six months or one year or two years. You know, play the long game. Mm. So that would be my message. Yeah. Be okay with uh, accepting the fact that it's all a process and it takes time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Great, great, great uh, conversation, uh, Jasneet. It was pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rashni, and thank you for having me here. It was um, it was nice to um, answer your lovely questions. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. I'm sure you were able to find some key learnings and takeaways from today's episode, which will help you grow your business to the next level. And if that's the case, make sure that you share this episode with two of your business buddies because you never know that they might also find some insight which will help them in their business. Knowledge, after all, grows by sharing it further, right? So do share it with two of your business buddies. Also, if you like ASSA's podcast, consider sharing five star review and rating on apple itunes because that will help us take the podcast to many more women just like yourself who are looking to find sales success in their business also it will mean the world to us especially myself and my team who are putting loads of efforts to bring this podcast to you and lastly remember to connect with me on instagram at roshni underscore baronia because i would love to know more about you your business and what is it that you need help with when it comes to selling so connect with me on instagram leave a review and share the podcast with two of your business buddies i will meet you next thursday stay tuned and stay safe and happy selling